Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours. We're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians, and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming releases. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and welcome to episode 237. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. We love chatting to musicians about their songwriting craft and inspiration, how their brain works, what makes them tick. And uh, today is such a special episode. We've got the one and only Gracie Abrams on the podcast with us today. She's an extremely popular singer and songwriter who writes beautifully intimate kind of pop songs. One fun fact is that Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo was actually inspired by the music of Gracie Abrams, according to Olivia herself. So we've got Gracie to thank for Driver's License, as well as a brand new record from Gracie, Good Riddance. It is the debut record from her. It came out just this last Friday. Before we go any further, if you'd like any details on Good Riddance, they can be found in the show notes along with our social media. So you'll be able to find... Our social media, our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube, and where you can subscribe to the podcast. If you are new here, please go follow us on all socials, subscribe to the pod. And if if you'd like, please leave a review or a rating. It's silly, but that stuff does really help us. Let's get back to today's guest, though. It is Gracie. She's been releasing music for the last four years, and she's found quite a bit of success with writing these gorgeous indie pop folk kind of tracks. As I mentioned before with Olivia, Gracie has gone on to inspire so many other young songwriters, um, including our guest from last week, Bear. I'm not sure if you listened to that episode. If you haven't, please, once you finish this one, go back and listen to the episode with Bear. Right at the end, we do talk about Gracie's music and how it's inspired her. Um, Gracie is having quite a stellar year. As I've said, she's just released her debut record and she is also going on tour with one Miss Taylor Swift for her errors tour. I think Gracie is playing about 30 of those dates uh, alongside acts like Bieber, Doobie and Haim. The other thing that she does share with Taylor Swift is working with Mr. Aaron Desner, who helped write and produce quite a bit of the music on Good Riddance. Um, people would know him from his work with The National and working on albums like Folklore by Taylor Swift. In today's episode, we are talking to Gracie Abrams about Good Riddance and the overall kind of themes of the record. We're discussing her experience working with Aaron at his Long Pond Studios and how they kind of connected in the first place. Um, And we also do try to find out whether we'll be seeing Gracie in Australia anytime soon. As I mentioned before, links to stream Good Riddance can be found within the show notes along with all of our socials. We do want to say a massive thank you to Samantha at Universal Music for her help with this episode. Here's our chat with Gracie Abrams. Welcome, 
to This Song Is Yours, Gracie Abrams. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Very well, thank you. How are you today, Gracie? I'm great. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for your time. I know it is an incredibly busy time for you at the moment. Um, Good Riddance is out now. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. I I cannot quite believe that that's true, (laughs) but thank you. No, of course. Uh, Firstly, the album title, slightly, I don't want to say abrasive, but it's very, you're not mucking around. Yeah, no, I think it definitely um, sounds, uh, it definitely sounds harsh. It definitely sounds harsh for sure. I think um, it's not, (laughs) if it helps, it's not just directed at a single person. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think a lot of that was like an internal kind of a good riddance situation, but um, yes. Yeah. Straight to the point. I like it. I can I can very much appreciate the directness of it. Um, the songs, however, or the sonics of the record, I think are the the other end of that spectrum. It might be a bit of a juxtaposition there, but these songs are beautiful. It's a beautiful record. Um, so congratulations on that as well, because this music is yeah, it's, it's just a lovely way to to spend. I think just under an hour, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, just under. Thank you. No, thank you for for listening to it. Of course. Um, I'm wanting to, I guess, firstly understand there's been a few EPs from yourself. This is the first debut record. What was it, I guess, that that made you think, yep, yeah, this is the time to, because it's, it's a big step, that first record. Yeah. Um, I think it was a, a combination of factors, mostly kind of having done some personal work to get to a place where I felt like I had a lot to write about, um, in a kind of more thoughtful way. Um, but also meeting Aaron and, and realizing the potential of our kind of collaborative relationship. It was pretty obvious to both of us immediately that, that we wanted to spend real time diving in and seeing what, what we would get. And, um, he's someone who has been making albums for, a very long time now and really values that process and also values storytelling so heavily. And I felt like for a a plethora of reasons, um, working with him on this record would, would be exactly what I think I was kind of craving. Um, and, and it was, so I feel very lucky to have, somehow roped him in to the tool. <laughs> <laughs> you are speaking yeah, of uh, Aaron Desner from The National yes. and who has worked on records like um, Folklore. I was I feel like that's a very big record to forget the name of. Um, <laughs> how, how did that kind of happen? How did you guys, I guess, cross paths? We very randomly happened to have the same lawyer <laughs> who when <laughs> she and I were, were talking and that, she was like, I think you'd really love this guy, Aaron. I was like, hmm, Aaron who? She's like, Aaron Desner. I was like, well, I've loved him for a very long time from afar. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, been a fan of the national forever and, and just admired his instincts, um, as a, as a writer and an artist, uh, producer. Um, so I was instantly like, well, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I love him. I love him now. I love him today. And we've never had a conversation. Um, but we end up, you know, FaceTiming this is during quarantine, kind of like peak COVID and, um, talked for a bit on the phone. And I 
it's so funny. I don't remember much of what we said at all, but I do remember feeling just super comfortable and like very able to probably stay on the call for hours kind of a thing. And he, you know, had this kind of like, like softness that felt very rare in people these days. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, we spoke and then uh, months down the line and kind of when, when it started, when vaccines were around and everyone started feeling a little bit more like comfortable navigating the outside world. I I, uh, went to Long Pond and that was the first time we worked together and I was there for about a week. And then, um, yeah, after that, we were just like, how many more times can we make this happen? (laughs) It seems that I feel like the, that the love is kind of reciprocated from Aaron. There's a quote, I very quickly want to read. Um, working with Grace is one of the most natural and effortless collaborations I've experienced. Uh, I guess what was that kind of process like when you guys go into the studio each day at Long Pond or wherever you are recording or writing, is there a set method that you follow every time or is it just kind of wherever the day leads you? It's, um, it's, it's definitely mostly wherever the day leads. I think like we, uh, work in the kind of way where if I, if I have starts to things, because this, this, this with him, like I've written, you know, um, hundreds of songs by myself in my room, like to completion and, you know, been done with them and sometimes do nothing with them and sometimes do something with them. But with Aaron, it was like the, the kind of collaboration is so oddly specific and almost like foolproof in terms of every time he, plays even like a two second bit of anything on keys or guitar. It's like, I immediately hear something to what he's playing every single time. So we kind of can't really go a day, you know, when we're, when we're in the same room without like, if he's messing around with something, I'm like, well, we're pausing what we're doing. Even if it was finishing a different song, we're going to like dive into that. We work so quickly together. So it's so much fun to have, you know, even a few days. Cause we try to get like, two or three songs and then we like forget about them the next day and then we listen back at the end of the week and it's like well like we pretty conveniently i don't know made like a a, this this cohesive world and so um working in that kind of capacity is like unlike um any other collaboration i've experienced in the past and um i think it's really cool for both of us just because our our voices and our instincts very much come through in every song in my mind at least and um I don't think that's just because I know who did what I think it's kind of like <laughs> his his instincts in terms of chord progressions or um Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Just like certain rhythms, it's like different than what my brain does naturally. And then, you know, my lyrics or melodies are, are different, of course, than what his does naturally and to to combine the two is like just such a joy honestly it's like we could be writing about the darkest shit imaginable sort of and it we're still having a great time and there's something i think to be said uh, having that kind of like lightness in in a room like in just the energy is like it, it it allowed for such honesty and um so yeah, he's truly the greatest. I mean, I could talk about him forever, but just a very rare, rare person. I think the the collaborate uh, the collaboration, sorry, between the two of you has worked beautifully. As I mentioned, it's a beautiful record. I was wondering if I might be slightly selfish um, and ask about my favorite track on the record. Um, it was "This Is What the Drugs Are For." Mm. I think that it maybe it stood out because the instrumentation is slightly different from all the other tracks on the record, but I was just wondering whether you would, uh, yeah, indulge me a little, um, and take us behind, I guess, the inspiration for that song or where, where the song came from. Yeah, I had, I had written, um, the, thank you, by the way. Um, I had written the first verse of that song, like, I think probably like a year or two ago and I kind of always had it and it was slow and, and I, I'm actually, yeah, it was slow and I I kind of um had played it for Aaron and we ended up just like bumping up the BPM and kind of got into this rhythm and it we kind of were so stoked on the the process here because there's lots of there's a lot going on, but it felt kind of like being the front person in a band and kind of like having a different kind of energy in terms of like what it would feel like in the room, you know, it, it was immediately kind of different. We're like, this is, we're having so much fun doing this song. Like, let's just like have the song be this way. You know what I mean? It was kind of like I had written it quite differently. And then as we kind of, when he took to the guitar with it and it, just rhythmically, it was like it was, we had such a fun time, like kind of imagining the live show and then, you know, being in rehearsals now. That song is one of my favorites to play at the moment just because it does feel so kind of like there's such a groove to it that to be in a room with other people and playing that song is so much fun. And um, yeah, there's lots of vocal layers that I, I love so much and kind of think I was actively you know thinking of Elliot Smith when we were when we were making it just in the how we layer all the vocals and want them to feel like doubles and when you're listening in headphones it's like if you want to be right there you know I want it to feel like the vocals are like directly in your head and kind of like invasive almost a little bit but no I, I'm glad that you like that one um yeah it is different it is a different energy from the rest of the album kind of but I do think that that was one of the things that we had so much fun doing making this project is like how can each track serve a different purpose? And um, kind of that puzzle process is one of my favorite things to do. And 
Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. <laughs> well, thank you for indulging me. Thank you for taking us <laughs> yeah, behind the fun. scenes. <laughs> uh, you mentioned, obviously, rehearsals. You are getting ready to go on the road this year. I feel like, mm. obviously, releasing music during COVID, a little bit difficult to tour, but I feel like you're definitely not mucking around this year in 2023. There's your own tour, and then you're playing with a, a small and upcoming artist on their Errors tour, Taylor Swift. <laughs> How are you feeling about the the forthcoming months of touring that you've got ahead I'm really excited I really am like I think um it's weird just I was looking at my calendar today and it's like two weekends away from from leaving and I feel super super ready to be back on the road and playing every night sharing kind of these spaces with people that are generous enough to to spend their time and like money coming to see the show and I there's such a it's such a specific community that I haven't felt could be like replicated outside of touring and so selfishly I just feel like very ready to be around that energy again and um you know it's also a very strange way to like spend most months of the year to kind of be in a different city every day. And like, how do you take care of yourself and how, how do you make it a sustainable, you know, like way of living? Um, I'm very much, you know, ready to like figure out how to, how to really be as healthy as possible, really just like for my mind and my body. And like, how do I, um, I, I want to just get better at this so badly. Like I want to, you know, after having toured last year a bit, um, there were like, you know, some like ch- challenges and obstacles all the time, obviously as there is with anything. But I, I think it's, it's just funny when you're, when your like body is also like the tool that allows you to do your job. Mm-hmm. It's just like, how do you, it's just a funny thing when personal life, physical body and like, lucky enough like job are all so intertwined and it's like how to protect brain you know body (laughs) self heart all the things um I think so much of it genuinely though like so much of the joy in in my life in the past year has come from doing live shows and being in these spaces and feeling that that sense of community and and vulnerability and trust between you know me and and often strangers though I have you know I feel like I've have such close relationships with so many of the people that do come and see us play um it's kind of just like a nice lesson in like how to be like human together and how to share space and feel okay laughing and crying and dancing and all the things that like are often done in private it's like I feel so grateful to the people that like are honest with themselves on a random night with a bunch of strangers. It's like really cool. And I, I, it makes me want to, I don't know. It makes me want to like be more like them. So I'm, I'm just excited to see their faces again, see new faces, play venues that I've wanted to play forever. It just feels very lucky. And obviously on the Taylor front, like there isn't a better, you know, person to learn from, and how to do all of this. Like she's really the greatest ever. And so I feel deeply indebted to her for the opportunity to just watch 
just watch and learn, you know, <laughs> and cry and, scream and probably like lose my voice and all the things <laughs> I'm just, like going to be a liability. All normal reactions to a Taylor Swift concert. I can very much appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I would agree. I think there is something to be said about now that live music's back and that connection that you can you can't get over a live stream or over any form of social media. It is something special about being in the room with an artist, which does bring me to it might be a bit of an obvious question, but uh, can we expect to see you bringing that to a down to Australia at any point, maybe in the next uh, year or so? That is my. That is such a, I, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm like, I've been dying to go to Australia pre music of any sort. I just like have always wanted to go. And so, um, like, hell yeah, I, I I don't, I can't speak to when, but, um, yes, I'm so, I'm so excited to, to play even like two seconds of a song in Australia. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Hopefully we'll get you to play a little bit more than that. If, you, if you're flying all that way, it, it does seem silly to waste it. Crazy. lastly, we would usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to. Is there anything that's on high rotation mm-hmm. for yourself? Yeah, I've been listening to um, the song called Tile by Tile by Always, um, like constantly. Um, I've been listening to the song Come Back by Alex G. Um my thing with music is that like, if I find a song that I'm addicted to, it's like, that's all I listen to. Crave by Paramore, their new album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Haley and like, I, I would kill and die for her. Um, yeah. Kind of those three have been like, I get in the car and that's what's on. Everyone who ever drives with me is like, can you please, like, please something new, like something new. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I can appreciate that. If something's good, you want to kind of almost wear it in like a jumper or a sweatshirt, something like that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. (laughs) Gracie, um, thank you very much for coming onto the podcast and congrats on Good Riddance. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. 